Also, there there is another topic I have to bring up and talk about. We have to talk about George's absolute undying love for Tom Holland as mm. Spider Man. This is a lie. Tobey <laughs> Maguire is Spider Man. Okay, Tom Holland is a bleh knockoff. <laughs> yeah, but what people don't see is a Tom Holland poster of him shirtless. Yeah, you're just no, Spider Man. Paul's an effing liar. Okay, <laughs> literally, right there. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, and don't even talk about the uh, the one of those uh, Venom not Velcro, but stick on wall dildos that's oh, attached to the <laughs> Right on his dick area. Yeah. yeah but also, I have a real question for you. Why do you not like um, Tobey Maguire? Why is it Tom Holland that you like so no, much? No, I love Tom. I love Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I love Tobey Maguire. Toby was great, and I feel Tom, bad that people shit on Toby. Toby like, was the best. Toby was the best. Even though he did it. that emo where he was like the dark person. That was the third one. Do you emo make a joke? He had first two. He had two. two were good. The emo one was kind of Here's weird. Here's my issue with The issue with Tom Holland is it's not Spider-Man. What about Daniel Garfield? We're not going to mention him. Andrew Garfield. I thought he was fine. Yeah, he was too cool. He was too cool to handsome to be Spider-Man, which I was but I can relate as like a handsome guy that was awkward in high school. I can relate, but I feel like the Tom Holland or the Tobys represent the better version of. I don't know. Tom Holland's a little bit too good looking. No, to make no, none of his stuff. Okay, Spider Man Peter Parker struggles as a human. He's like the most. The reason why I love Spider Man is my like my second favorite superhero ever. And the reason why I love him is because he's so relatable as a human being. He struggles with bills. He struggles with girl problems. He struggles with life. Tom Holland does not struggle, okay? Throughout those 19 movies, he has he has freaking Robert Downey Jr. paying for them to go to France and, and making them suits. And I'm like, Holland. where is the freaking struggle of this character that makes him Spider-Man? There's no struggle, okay? That's why I did not like Tom Holland. Nice. That's what I did like Andrew Garfield. I See, so you know, you know when George was set, the voice gets a little bit higher. That okay. Okay. Garfield's great. Yeah. I, I, Andrew Garfield was good. I thought he was great. Yeah. I, I did okay. think he was did good. You like, and I actually liked him in No Way Home like a did, lot. Did you like the last fire when they just did with the three of them? I thought that yeah. was awesome. No Way Home? Brought, yeah, I liked that one a lot. I thought that was good. Like, like the scene where he's like, like, he's coming through and they're like, could you get that cop up? And he's just like, yeah, sure. He's climbing on the scene. <laughs> no, he was good. I, and I then, they, like and then they all landed in their little poses. Mm -hmm. I went to see it in the theaters. I was just like, this is my childhood. Because they all have their little individual pose they land with. I was like, yeah, this is yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. They're talking about, oh, yeah, I was in a. We didn't want to say he was like in a. Or he was a. Uh, well, he's part of a super. He's part of the Avengers. Really, and and, and uh, Toby Guar's like, what is that, like a band or something? Yeah. <laughs> and then Toby Guar's like having to stretch out. Like, and you hear his like, back popping and stuff. He's old as shit now. It's <laughs> just like. I love like the humor aspect they actually put into it. Like we realize that this dude is old as shit now compared to like Tom Holland. Because what the Tony Wire ones are what almost twenty years old at this point. Early two thousands. Yeah, early yeah. 2000s, yeah. Like, twenty years ago. So it's like I like that they they were just like oh he's the same age. He's like no he's like in his fifties now, but he's still Spider Man in a different universe. And they're like I just love that like the Avengers. What is that like a is like a band or something? He goes no, it's like this really cool thing. Like all the superheroes are like. Wait, what? They're like, he's like, we can't really have time to talk about because then all, everybody comes in and they're like, we don't have time to talk about it. Yeah, I, I liked what they did with that movie. It was, so, it was good. Oh, wait, so what I'm hearing is that George liked a Marvel movie. That's what I'm hearing. No, I, I like I like certain MCU movies. I just, I... <laughs> they're blown up. There's, there's too much, there's too much, 
It feels like I've seen, I've watched, I've even thought this way even before the recent, now I feel like the world is starting to come around to my point of view, where it's too much, it's, we gotta make a joke every five seconds, like, the, 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 the plot can't get too serious before we lighten it back up, and it's like, but I just feel like I've watched the same movie for the past, I don't know how long they've been around since Iron Man, like, yeah. I used to love the MCU stuff, Ooh, and I used to look forward to it, but it's like, now we've gotten to the point where I just feel like I've seen this movie 19 other times. It's like, mm-hmm. can we slow... Like, I used to... Josh and I have had this conversation a couple times. Like, I used to love going to watch a superhero movie before the connected in universe crap. Because it was special. Because there was so much time in between each film that you're like, oh, it's an event. You know, yeah, Batman. Like, Batman Returns. Or, or oh, Batman Forever. It's like, three months now. Yeah. So yeah. You got excited for it. You got excited for it. Like, even like Ang Lee's Hulk, which... You know, it wasn't the grace. It's like, oh, Hulk movie, you know, new big budget Hulk movie. Like, I can't wait to go see this. Like, that it was an event that you got the whole family to go out and go see this movie. Things were different, though. You know, like, I remember when Batman Forever came out, and it was the most exciting thing in my life. Yeah. McDonald's did glass cups. Yep. Those clubs yeah. were awesome. Oh, those were, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, ha- I, I had those until a couple years ago, and they disappeared in a move, and I was like, Oh, you lost the cups, Paul. I, I, I had like the full four set of them, and they just they're, they're lost. But that's what I mean. Like they did shit like that where you got really excited for it. Perfect example again: the Flintstones live action. They did the cups. Mm-hmm. Like get us a, get me excited for something. Give me give me something to get excited for. And they're not doing that anymore. It's just like it's it's very routine, you know. When you, when they, when you lose the heart and you just keep re- releasing stuff, it's just. Anything. You, it's just overdone. And it's too much. And now, now they're bringing back Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. They're bringing back Captain he's America. Dead. He's dead. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that ruins what he had. And that's what I'm saying. Like, the way you ended it, you gave Captain America a perfect send-off. Yeah. Opinion. He got the life he wanted. Spoiler. Mind you, it took an extra 45 minutes. Yeah. If you haven't seen it at this point, I was just, that's your fault. Yeah. Because, I mean, mind you, the whole time travel thing, I was like, we could have cut that 45 minutes out. So I would agree with you on that. That that just like I'm like I didn't need this. You could just be like we're going back in time, boom, you and you're just you just don't show it. Just oh, I agree. And like so, Captain America got the ending he wanted. I Robert Downey, I liked Robert Downey's jet death. Oh, I actually sick. thought that was well done. Oh, it was phenomenal. If you bring him that back, that kind of ruins what you did with yeah. him with the death. Like they're going to a different universe. It's like come on. And the fact that Marvel keeps bringing back people from the dead, like like why are we? What is going on here? Stop. <laughs> Yeah, because like you killed Gamora, but then and now a, she's back, and there's a different Gamora from a different universe. It's too much. Like I actually was huge on the multi-universe stuff in the beginning, but now I'm starting to realize the holes that that creates in your movies, you know. And then it's you got to explain all this stuff and and how you're bringing these people back. Like I'm very excited for the Flash, but like, yeah. but like the Flash does look. The Flash looks pretty. Mm-hmm. I love Michael Keaton. Like Michael Keaton's Batman yeah, is like is is like Chris Reeves Superman. You know, yeah. they, those two he's, are my yeah. Batman yeah, Superman. You know? Yes, and Henry Cavill are amazing, but like Chris Reeves and Michael Keaton are my Batman and Superman forever. I, I don't think anybody's ever going to surpass those two. Um, but uh, like seeing them back in those roles is really cool, um, and that's why I'm excited for the Flash. But like beyond that, the multi universe stuff beyond that is like. I don't I don't care. I just don't care anymore about superhero movies. And I'm a huge nerd. Like you look around my house and in my game room and all this stuff, and like you see superhero stuff, you see video game stuff. Like when you have nerds not caring 
about what the F you're that's doing. Your right there. Yeah, like that's your audience. Like we want to care about what you're doing. Like slow down, stop, stop pandering to certain audiences, like trying to get this homogenized, we want everybody to be happy storyline. Like, I don't know. Because in the end of the day, the world is not a perfect place. Shit happens. Exactly. So. Well, that's what I loved about the Henry Cavill Man of Steel Superman. I loved the darker take, honestly. Like, I liked him. Now, it didn't too. help that I had my first edible ever and I saw it in 4D. <laughs> but, Good hell is off the rails. Right? He's talking about dildos, edibles. Uh, but I will say, the, the whole dark take was rad. Like, I love that it wasn't just... You know, for one, the way they were tearing up the cities, and I know some people were saying, hey, that's not my Superman, he wouldn't let that happen to people, yada, yada. Well, sometimes the supervillains are doing lawless things, and you got to break through buildings as you're in the course of fighting them. And, like, the way he would take off from the ground, and it starts off like this, you know. In the ground, like, because that is, I mean, that's the strength you have as a Kryptonian on Earth. And yeah. I thought that was just a really cool example of that. And I mean, for one, he looks great for the role. Just the DCU, I think, is actually pretty cool and has done some neat stuff. Um, probably just a little too rushed in some of the writing for you know some of the later installments, and maybe tried to cram too many things in. But super killer, super killer, and visually phew, astounding. You know, I was actually a huge supporter. Like, I liked when he killed uh, Zod. Yeah. I thought it was actually a great moment in the movie. Yeah. And how he had to end it. Falls to his knees like, I had to kill him. But he was going to kill everybody. Like, I would have did it a little bit differently, but, like, I still would have had him kill Zod. Like, I thought that was actually a well-done moment. Like, and everybody's like, that's why Superman, like, how can you allow these other characters to grow and change, but Superman is not allowed to change whatsoever from his 40s or 50s whenever he was you know first created in cleveland in cleveland like why is he not allowed mm-hmm. why is he yeah. the only character that's not allowed to change at all over these years i don't understand it's funny because like i do love like the marvel movies but like my favorite characters my two favorite characters literally is like i love batman and i love wolverine again it's marvel and dc but like I have so much more Batman shit than I do, like, Wolverine stuff. Like, nah. I have a Batman beer koozie that has a freaking cape on the back of it. <laughs> and I was a $4 purchase at Hobby Lobby. It was a great investment. I should have bought the Superman one with it. But yeah, you should have. I'm sorry, George. I'll go back and look for it for have you. Have you ever seen that mashup? Somebody did a character, or maybe there was a full-on comic, but it was Batman and Wolverine, like, together, and it looked brutal and really cool. So it was just, like, a short Batman, then, with claws? <laughs> I don't know if he was short, but... Because isn't Wolverine supposed to be, like, tiny, right? He's not supposed to be a big guy. Yeah, but Hugh Jackman was just so good at yeah. playing Wolverine. Well, he's coming back in Deadpool. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, I, I have mixed feelings on I do, too. What was it? Well, the last one, Hugh Jackman, it was the Wolverine. Logan. Logan. Yeah. That movie was so unbelievably was well done that I wish he wasn't coming back just because of how well of a send-off that movie was. Like, that movie, like, I almost teared up because that how... Good, the movie was. Oh, I did. Yeah, I cried well, that movie. I that was movie. like, oh, amazing. Well, George, you speak to it when you say that you've seen this movie, these mm-hmm. movies done 5,000 times, because I think the real evolution of cinema, and especially superhero cinema, is to have dedicated genre films with these established properties. And that's what Logan did. Took, I mean, sure, it was uh, action packed superhero action, but it was very much at its core a very uh, human, for being a meta human. Uh, meta-human uh, dra- dramatic tale about somebody aging, coming to terms with the end of their life, yep. 
and really, you know, fighting that and still doing the best they could for anybody at the time. So if you have more dedicated genre tales, because the property is already there. We already know they're superheroes. They already know they're going to have their things, but you, you cord it off. I think, um, I didn't even see the full of, but I did enjoy the uh, Thor, the one reason the Gladiator. Ragnarok. Ragnarok. So I only saw like the first 15 minutes, but as hilarious as it was, I was like, okay, so this is a comedy superhero film. And I I, I I haven't seen the rest, so I can't speak to what it is. But overall, I just thought like, all right, if you have dedicated genre films within these properties, which I've said about three, four times within the past two minutes, yes, you've got it. I, I think the best... The best films, and when it comes to superhero films, like, you gotta have uh, something that people can relate to. Like, obviously you can't relate to having being, having superpowers, but you can relate to getting old. You know, getting to the end of your life. You can relate to struggling with bills like Peter Parker. And, mm-hmm. and you can relate to someone uh, in Bruce Wayne, you know, uh, wanting to see the world change and become better mm-hmm. and wanting to be that person who, who makes it better. And you can relate to parts of Clark Kent where... You know, uh, he's looking out on this world and, and, and wanting to change it and be better and being bad with girls and, and all that kind of stuff. Like, these things are relatable to human beings. Like, you, you have to have those moments. And that when I write pictures, I, I have I, I take uh, moments from my life and I put it in the script because you have to write what you know. And writing what you know is part of your life. And, and that makes stuff relatable. Like, with for love, with the, you know, struggling with relationships and, and that kind of stuff. And then, and then in S... Uh, different parts of S, like like all that stuff is 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 what I take from my real life to make the audience uh, relate to the character and to the story, and and that's what makes a good movie, in, in my opinion. Like I love old eighties action flicks where it's just action and and people beating the crap out of each other, like oh Stallone and Schwarzenegger and, and Van Damme. Like I love that stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like there doesn't I, need to be. Story. That's great, it's but. Fucking- they, Twice. Not every film needs to be an old Stallone, mm-hmm. uh, Schwarzenegger action. I want to feel something. Like I, I also love crying in a movie. I love feeling happy in a movie. Like th- you want to feel all those emo- emotions for different films. Like it's okay to have a different style, like of movies. Like that's why I like when DC started doing different things, like with the Joker and and things that stood on their own. Like Logan stood on its own. It didn't stand as part of the MCU. Yes. You know, I, I, I don't want everything to feel so the same. Good. Yeah. It wasn't watered out by 17 other stuff. You got to think of like 19 other plot points mm-hmm. that you got to fit into your movie. It's like, it just stands. Like the character mm-hmm. was the heart of the movie, you know? And that's what I like. That's that's like when people are like, why don't you like MCU? It's like, I don't not like the MCU. It's just like, I like feeling something. And I don't want to see the same movie 19 different times. Like, oh, it's not the same movie. It's like, kind of is, you yeah. know? <laughs> See the one. The, sorry, not to cut you off. Like the one thing I, I love what they did with like the whole Wolverine thing was like they branched away from the X Men stuff so far. Mm-hmm. And, like you said, mm-hmm. like, it's its own entity. Like because you guys remember, like Ryan Reynolds was Deadpool in like the third X Men movie or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, with um, who can forget that? With uh, what's his name? Um, playing Sabretooth. I forget. I, I forget his name. Uh, Lee Shriver. Lee Shriver. Yeah. Yeah. Like where they're blowing up like the power plant. Like. Yeah. And he has like laser eyes and shit. I'm like, why is Deadpool? Like, <laughs> and they close up his mouth. That's yeah. the main part. Like, yeah. And then the swords are coming out of his arms. Like, yeah. like, I, to me, I wasn't really into the comic movies yet, so I don't really know who the character's supposed to be. And I was like, oh, he's Deadpool. I'm like, then he comes back. Well, what? Like almost ten years later, as like really Deadpool. And he also played like a really shitty just Green Lantern movie, which I love the fact that they make fun of Green Lantern. They make fun of the shitty Deadpool movie. They make fun of Logan, of him dying in, like, the Logan film. 
I love like all those little things they make fun of in the Deadpool movies. I just think I just love how they like separate. Please don't make fun of much of the MCU, which they were told to take that out of the movie. Why are you whispering? Because uh, like <laughs> that's supposed to be like a little known fact. Like Disney didn't want. There were apparently oh, some jokes against the MCU that Disney's uh, like, hey, you gotta take out of there. Oh, that's when the Disney, that's when Disney bought Fox when Deadpool two came out, and they're like, hey, you need to take when these they MCU when they add, jokes out. So that's why they can only afford the X Men. That's why they're seconds. only making fun of the DCU and Logan and you know. But yeah. and, then, and then they have the X Men in it for literally four seconds, yeah. which I thought was hilarious, and I think that Deadpool two has one of the greatest movie cameos of all time. Period. Which, which, oh, is that Brad Pitt? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Is he? I haven't seen it. It's, it's the awesome. Invisible Dude, and he shows up for like two seconds. <laughs> he hits an electrical line, he's like, nee, 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 and you see his face, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> and the fact that they got, like, it's just the shock value, you're just like, like, you know, the, I saw him, dude, I was like, was that Brad Pitt? Like, what the fuck? You're <laughs> <laughs> just like the shock value, him just showing up, Carl, like, Matt Damon in, uh, is it Road Trip, where he's, like, the emo band singer or whatever? Oh, yeah! And he's just <laughs> yeah. randomly in, and he's like, he's not, and he's, like, he's, he's shaved head and everything. He's already, like, Matt Damon, he did Good Will Hunting already, like, years ago, he's, like, he's Matt Damon, it's not just some, like, small role, it's, like, why is Matt Damon here, like, randomly? It's just, it's so weird, but I love that. When movies do that, just, like, let's just get this person for literally five seconds. And but it's like, also really cool of that actor to be, yeah. like, yeah, I'll do that, you know what? Kind of like when he popped that. up in the Thor movies. Yeah. As uh, Loki. As the faux Loki? <laughs> yeah, the faux Loki, yeah. Because I remember I was watching, I was like, is that Matt Damon as Loki? Like, I was just like, what? <laughs> what? what? What's going on in this film? Insanity. Yeah. You, you just don't want to play with everything nowadays, which yeah. is, like, really cool. So let's go around the gamut. Let's all talk about what superhero we would all love to play. And uh, I guess I'll start since I introduced the topic... Well, my first favorite, as always, was, is Batman. So, yeah, I'll be Batman. Well, I'd prefer to be the Joker, because I, I think Batman is the greatest uh, villains gallery. I'd be, a, I'd be almost anybody in the Batman universe. Do you have a Joker laugh? Ooh. Don't throw up when you're doing that. <laughs> well, I'm not, uh, Mark Hamill. But he's like... <laughs> I mean, my own laugh is kind of like a Joker laugh, really, typically. I, love <laughs> I, I think you're actually going to do it. That was awesome. That's pretty good. <laughs> Everybody, let's go around and have it. Do a Joker I, laugh. That's a new topic. I would be Wolverine. That's my guy. Because I'm already short in stature. So I'm like, I can grow a good beard. When I need you already to. have one. Look at you. Oh, this is, this is a small beard. George has seen my winter beard before. The winter beard gets like five, six inches long. It's nice, bushy. Well, nice bush. I like a good bush on a man. <laughs> With the beard oil. Um, I don't know. Like, I would probably... You can't say Superman. Uh, obviously, I, I, obviously, I already played Superman, but uh, I don't know. Batman would be cool one to play. And, and You've got the chance. I do like it. Green Lantern, like Hal Jordan, Green Lantern. Mm. I, I like the cocky, because uh, everybody... If you know me, and you've seen a lot of my roles, I do the cocky douchebag. Role what was it, Alexa? Or what, what was that? What was that? Elena. Elena, yeah. that, that film. I you... played Captain Fantastic again, who was in The Dentist as well. And I, I Captain Fantastic is like a douchey version of Superman. I love that character. I love him so much. Mm -hmm. What about you, Josh? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. 
What do you think there about have now? To be something that's been made. No, it's no, not it could literally be anything. Any new property, a new property. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a movie that's made. So, my favorite comic growing up was Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I feel like I would do that really well. It's cool. It's like the Crow kind of, but oh. also like a little bit like an unhinged young kid who's like fucking in his own head. You know. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. I would that's do Johnny the Homicidal cool. Maniac. That's what I'd play. Oh. Hmm. Which I don't know why they never did make a live action of it. Because if you read that comic, you'd be like, "This would be the coolest movie ever." Well, not yet. Ooh, there actually, you go. There's a film idea for you. I actually had a weird film idea myself. If I can throw it out there, you, you guys might go, "That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life." But I thought about this. I was thinking about this the other day. I was in Tim's mindset. I had had about ten or eleven beers, and I was like, "So I was, I was thinking. About, I was like, I woke up. I was like." When you're dreaming, okay, you're in a dream and you see these people you've never seen before in life, it's like, what if you made a film of, like, what happens to the people in your dream when you wake up? What world do they go to after that? They just die. That's dark. (laughs) 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 You you go try and say, just like, like, like maybe they have, like, another job that they go to and then they clock back in when it's time for you to go to sleep and they show back up. And you show, like, their, like, weird world, like, their dream world they live in. In your subconscious. Oh my god, I mean, the places you could go. Like I said, I thought about that. I was like, maybe that's just a really stupid idea, but I was like, that could also be like a real, you could really mind fuck some people with that. Because oh. then you don't know what's real, what's fake. You could almost inception it a little bit, except it's not really a dream within a dream, but then it could be. Because that's like, do the people in your dream dream? Well, I mean, you almost go by its reality. I mean, you say that we are living currently. Well, I mean, not you say, but I mean, they say, we say. I, I guess I'm currently saying. We all live in Maya right now. We live in a collective dream. Because uh, who knows? I mean, we can get a little heavy getting some spirituality, but you could almost say that, like, physical reality is a dream of the outer spiritual, whatever, everything we emanate from. So it's like, who knows? Maybe within. Uh, another context we are currently dreaming right now which is heady and then that yeah. and then our sleeping dreams are an existence of that so i guess you could just say what do our dream people do well i guess they do what we do and then you could even like bring in like deja vu with it like you have a dream and then like all of a sudden you see these people outside your dream it's a deja vu thing you're like how do these people get from my subconscious into my real life and they're like wait am i actually dreaming like you can go all over the place with it And then we're just fish also. What's that uh, Pink Floyd lyric? Two souls swimming in a fishbowl. And then we're just up there waiting for food. Year after year. So, while Josh is in the bathroom, we'll we'll get down here the last couple questions. He's been going for like two hours. (laughs) It's almost six. (laughs) But where is like the farthest you guys have gone like to film? Hmm. Or where would you like to go, like, film, like, a certain location? Oh, I'll go, I'll go anywhere. I mean, you got to admire Adam Sandler. Spot. Whenever he wants to take a vacation somewhere, he ends up making a movie that's going to film in that location just as an excuse to, yeah. you know, make it happen. Like, the movie Just Go With It? He's like, person, go to Hawaii for yes. two months. Like, all right, you douche. <laughs> that would be bad. Um, so where the farthest I have? So the farthest I have gone, I think, was... 
Yeah, probably previously, like, West Virginia these past two times for Killer Camp Out 2 last time and uh, Crackoon just now. How about you, George? George? Um, I don't even remember the farthest I've traveled. I did some stuff uh, in California, but, like, that was, I was already out there, so I didn't travel for that. Um, there was a couple things I did in Ohio that were a ways away that were a bit of a drive. I don't remember how far the drive was, but it was called uh, Return to Camp Miracle. Um, yeah. I did that with Casper Van Dien. Every time I bring up this name, nobody knows who that is. Yes, and he's, a, me nuts. he's a staple. He's a he's, staple. Uh, Starship Troopers, he's the main Modern guy in Starship Vampires. Troopers. Tarzan, he played Tarzan. Um, oh, wait, like the main guy in Starship yeah. Troopers? I forget the guy's yeah. name. Casper Van Dien. No, 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 no. Character's name. Johnny. Johnny Rico, dude. Johnny Rico. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the thing is, I love Starship Troops. Like, those are terrible movies. I'm like, those movies are great. I bought that shit on 4K. I had to upgrade. That's how much I love that movie. <laughs> I, like, I read the book. I'm like, the movie's better. <laughs> I was like, it's so violent. And you have Denise Richards in it. Whoa. And she shows her. Yeah, no, that's does. Dizzy. Dizzy does show her uh, area. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Where is the furthest you've traveled and somewhere you would love to like actually go film? Like, just like any location. Like, in the world, like a spot, like a country you love to go film. The or... farthest that you've traveled in general? No, like for a film. Oh, like for you, a movie. Th yeah, that you that you that you personally filmed. And... Um, I shot something. Well, like half of a movie that I was in was shot in Georgia, but not Atlanta. I'm trying to think of what it's called. It's like further south Macon? than Atlanta. Are you in Bacon? Nope. I was the name of that place. South Savannah. 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 Oh, gorgeous. I love so like Savannah. We shot half of the movie in Savannah, which was awesome. Very old colonial. Yeah. That's where Forrest Gump was shot at. Really? Yeah. That's cool. The whole movie was shot there. Yeah, like the park bench, like the scene where you, the bus stop scene. No shit. Yeah. Oh, you used to know this? No, oh. I'm saying oh, I probably yeah. shot like right around that area, and I had no, no idea. They, yeah, they, they shot the whole thing in Savannah. So, like, you know how, like, the whole half the movie, he's, like, literally on a park bench telling yeah. a story? That's the square. That's the Savannah Square, that little gazebo grass area right yeah. off the main strip. So the bench That's he was crazy. at was a real bench they had sitting there yeah. for, like, decades. And after the movie came out, became popular, they would take the bench out because people kept coming in and taking chunks of the bench and taking it home as a souvenir. <laughs> oh! So I literally have a picture. Like, I went down there for my 30th birthday with one of my friends, Kelsey, and... We found the location. It's literally called Chippewa Square, where that sign says Chippewa Square. Yeah. That's the exact spot where Tom Hanks sat on the bench. They would put a sign there, and literally they have a plaque on the ground that goes, this is the spot where the bus stop was at for Forrest Gump. That's oh. the bus stop scene. It's like So I live a picture on a sign. I'm like, saying like this, I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever, because I'm a huge movie guy. So I'm like, and I knew it was filming, I was like, the guy find where the bus stop scene was at. My girlfriend knew, because like, she had gone to school down there for like a couple years at SCAD. And um, yeah, it's literally like a Chippewa Square sign. That's the exact spot that Tom Hanks sat while filming the bus stop scene for Forrest Gump. I, I want to say, I don't say, I don't think all of it was filmed in Savannah. I want to say, but a good majority of it was filmed in Savannah. Amazing. Because like all like those moss oak tree scenes and everything, mm -hmm. that's like like plantations in Savannah, like right outside of Savannah. Yeah. So it's pretty. Oh man, I would love that. I would love to have a house with that long winding driveway with the willow trees on either side. That is just a, that's a crispy. But if you ever get a chance to go to Savannah, I would go. It's just, it's just, in general, it's just an awesome city. And so just... where would I like to shoot? Amsterdam. 
Amsterdam, just being there, awesome. I have stories alone, just like from being there, and it's like you can see what it would look like. Nobody shoots movies in Amsterdam, just in Amsterdam. Think about an entire movie shot there. It'd be weird. So I know, I know, it'd be claustrophobic. It would be very cool. So I know a scene, a couple scenes of Jason Bourne's film there, but it was like thirty-five seconds. Right, like I'm talking <laughs> it's like, like a whole movie yeah. in that like feel. It feels yeah, dark. Cool. It feels you have like the damp. red light. You have the red light district, like as as part of your backdrop and. Be cool. Yeah. Uh, what they do? Um, did they do part of Beer Fest there? Or oh, Beer Fest? I forgot about them. <laughs> That's a great one. Oh, oh, oh definitely. Yeah, Hostel. Hostel is Hostel. definitely in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. At times. Oh, the air burp. We all collectively air burped. Well, guys, uh, I'm going to wrap this up since we've been going for almost two hours. And I think, I think the laptop's about to die on us. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate your guys' time. Um, more than likely, I'll probably make this into two sections since it's so long. Yeah, yeah. it's a big end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't know two sections. Like, so we'll come up here when I live plants. I'll come up here and I'll have a few brewskis before we go on there. We'll get, we'll get real weird. With yeah, it. we should do it again. We should do this again. Yeah, yes. We'll, we'll do the sleepover same. special and we'll all get real crazy. We'll, 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 sure we'll, we'll all wear our favorite superhero underwear. Well, and we'll make a four. <laughs> George is like, I call Batman. Because <laughs> we, we already know he has a Superman onesie. No, we're going to no, no, we're we're give the Tom Holland Spider-Man underwear. Yeah, I was, was going to say, Tom, I'm, I'm going to give a custom pair of Tom Holland Speedo underwear. <laughs> I'm also disappointed you didn't wear the Britney Spears t-shirt like that, that I requested. No. <laughs> I, I requested that specifically for this episode. And I was denied. You got Sonic the Hedgehog, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean Sonic and Sonic saved me from getting murdered by your neighbor because I went to the wrong house when I got here. <laughs> she was like, "Cat, who, who, Scotty?" She didn't just walk in her front door. Like, no, she came out of the house. Thank God. And, and, and she's like, you have the wrong house. I was like, okay, sorry. Uh, I wish she came into this podcast. You say, do you see my fucking shirt? Clearly, I have the wrong house. That's what I'd say to her. I'd be like, do you not know who this is on your shirt? Do you, she not, do you not know your neighbor who's basically as famous as Matt Damon? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would guest on this podcast right now. Lady. Uh, uh, hello, everybody here. Uh, follow me on Instagram. It's just this is Josh Miller with an underscore there. Just put a little underscore. It's just this is Josh Miller, all one word. Let's talk. Let's be friends. Yeah, everybody go ahead and plug your plug your stuff. I, I was gonna actually get ready to do this, so that's a good call, Josh. Next call, Tim underscore the underscore the wait, no, did I already say the? Yeah. Tim underscore the gentleman. Wait. It's a <laughs> Take three, take four. Tim underscore the underscore gentleman. There you go. Uh Instagram or Tim Hill Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Or or Hales Tales Productions. Bazing. No underscores. Let it rip. Uh, just uh, on Instagram, I'm just, just my name, George Tootie, and then Facebook, George Tootie. He um, looks just like How do you spell it? Yeah, spell it for him. Uh, <laughs> G-E-O-R-G, and then my last name is spelled T-U-T-I-E. Um, or, that, uh, controversy, uh, growing up in high school, they would call me Tuttle, Tootsie. <laughs> um, I, I still think that you should start a film company called Tootie Loops. No. Yes, yes. Tootie Loops, that's my Tootie favorite Loops. nickname for him. Or Tootie uh, Studios, that's really catchy. Tootie Studios. You, or you could, do, or, or you could just make a bunch of uh, like a little shorts and call them Tootie Loops. Oh, you'll see. That's Nobody has attention span anymore. And, and so in the background, and, and, in the background it, just, it just says, Catch the Rainbow. Mm, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Skittles won't mind. 
They won't care. Because they don't care because they can't say anything because there's this taste of the rainbow. Yes, true. So, boom. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up there again. Thank you guys for coming on. We will do this again. Thank you, man. That's almost not going to work, though. Hey, yeah. yeah. Life of Pi. Oh, we've only done an hour and a half, so it's not too bad. Life and as, of Pi. Love it. And as always, I hope you've enjoyed your slice of pie. Uh, uh. Okay, that got weird at the end. <laughs>